Five o'clock in Pirate Country, and 94.3 The Game is going to get you home with the P-Man. In five, four, three, two, one. Lock it in. Turn it up. It's time for the Patrick Johnson Show on 94.3 The Game. This is the flagship station of the ECU Pirates. Symbolism to this then, or just want to hear some Tom Petty? Let's just stick. I want to hear some Tom Petty. All right. Okay. Final song that Tom Petty played in concert was this song. Yeah. Legend. Yeah, I love Tom Petty. Don't look too far into it. I, this American Girl thing is supposed to represent a certain other American girl. Okay. I'm not. DC or anything like that. Right, no, no. You, you see, you're starting to say too much. That'd be mysterious, Ben. Uh, um, all I know is all it's going to be great now, Ben. It's all lollipops and unicorns. Oh yeah, in the in the midst fluffy of the ducks, pandemic. fluffy ducks. Uh, hey, uh, welcome in everybody. I'm very excited about today's show. We got a, a ton of things to get into here. Uh, Cornell Powell, Clemson star receiver, J.H. Rose, all-time great. He has graduated, and I can't tell you how happy I am for Cornell, or Cornell and proud of him for that. Uh, and uh, he's going to the Senior Bowl and uh, I think has a chance to, to wind up in the show next year. So... Um, Cornell Powell coming up in just a little bit. Great to, to have you with us uh, here. I uh, want to get into uh, last night and yesterday and all of the thank yous uh, that we need to give uh, the folks who were involved in uh, what I think was an uber successful broadcast of uh, the volleyball game. What a great community event. Uh, but first, uh, Ben, we got a little breaking news as far as ECU goes. So let's you got the pirate report ready. Big dog. Let's go with that. Why not? And now, Patrick Johnson with today's Pirate Report on the flagship station of the ECU Pirates, 94.3 The Game. So Darrell Sims, uh, ECU running back coach, has taken a similar position at the University of Louisville. So he'll be part of the Cardinal staff. Congratulations to him. And uh, I'm glad that he is uh, he has made his way into... Uh, an opportunity to kind of move up the coaching ranks. Uh, we've times we visited with coach Sims. He was a great guy. And, uh, look, he did a heck of a job this year. And this is now, I think a, an extremely attractive job for a, for a coach. Don't you Ben? I think it screams stability that you could be there for a while and you'll, you, you'll be, fu- you won't have to worry about a firing or anything like that. You got the players to keep you kind of afloat. You got Rajay Harris, the rookie of the year in the American Athletic Conference. You got Keaton Mitchell. If if Rajay Harris is the best sophomore running back next year, 
however he's going to be designated with this year not counting. Uh, Keith, if if Harris is one, Mitchell, for my money, is 1A. Wouldn't you agree? I would think so. I would think so. And then you got Pop McKay coming in out of Phoenix City, Alabama. People love Pop. My Aunt Emma, God rest her soul, loved Pop. Of a different variety. You know, They called it Pop up in Michigan, but Pop. No, she was not Cajun. She was. <laughs> but, um, so, I mean, a very attractive situation. Mike Houston wants to run the football. Uh, you've got an opportunity to, to coach some great players in a dynamic offense with everybody returning. This, to me, is uh, going to be, uh, I don't want to say it's a, an easy hire, but I think Mike Houston ought to look forward to this hire because I think he's going to have some great candidates to choose from because this is a very attractive position on a coaching staff with a young coach who's building a program and big things are expected next year. But uh, congratulations to Coach Sims headed to Louisville. Happy for him. And uh, I'm happy that we're going to have a chance to uh, hopefully bring in a great young coach or just a great coach, period. Doesn't matter what their age is. Heck, Joe Biden's 78. Doesn't matter what your age is anymore. But, I mean, however... The age is just a great coach that can help elevate those running backs we mentioned, Mitchell, Rajay Harris, to the next level, make Pop McKay a great college player. There's, there's a lot of upside to this staff. And, I mean, good for, again, good on Coach Sims being able to advance to uh, an opportunity to coach in the ACC. I think that's a good thing, and I'm sure Mike Houston wishes him the best, and I think all the Pirate Nation should. I think Coach Sims has done a really fine job in his uh, couple years in Greenville. So, hey, the good uh, staffs and the good teams have to deal with this issue. This you is do. something you see a lot. You do, and, and see, I would take I, just to further that. You might look and say, "Well, the record," you know, that, that tells you how well thought of the coaches on this staff are for Mike uh, Houston and what Mike Houston's doing. And it, it, to a man, everybody we talk to, when we talk to the national writers, writers uh, across the state uh, or broadcasters nationally, they're always very enthusiastic about the future of the ECU football program because of Mike Houston and because of his staff. I mean, you've got Steve Shankweiler, who's one of the old rats in the barn, but that guy, he's the, the offensive line will be much better next year than they have been the first two years because Steve Shankweiler's starting to get some guys he can work with. He's starting to get some guys that he can, you know, they can get in the training program. I, I'm very bullish on the future of Pirate football. And, and again, congrats to Coach Sims. So that's some breaking news that happened. Uh, ben, with more on that coming up a little bit later on in the uh, show. Uh, let me thank uh, all the folks yesterday uh, on our crew. First of all, what a treat to, to do a great community event last night. That's why I love... Uh, being a part of this station and part of, part of this company and always have a really great community event that we did yesterday. Uh, the EC or the uh, DH Conley Rose volleyball game. I mean, it was awesome. And, you know, congratulations to Conley. They've advanced to play in the state championship game. More on that in a little bit. Uh, the Rose team, great young talent. I was blown away with how good their their young talent is. And Rose Volleyball is going to be a championship-level team in the next two or three years. Uh, very, very bright. And some great players coming up through that program. Uh, thanks to all the sponsors yesterday. 
Uh, Bear Crop Science, Wyatt Richardson, his daughter Lauren on the Rose team. Uh, our good friend Bill Jenkins at Town Benefits. It was great to see Bill yesterday. His daughter Shay played very I mean, She's a freshman, and she was awesome yesterday. <laughs> played great. Uh, Dr. Bill Taft, Greenville OBGYN, the daughter. Uh, his daughter is Amelia. Uh, good to see Abbott. D's had a nice chat with Abbott after the game quickly uh, as they were trying to get everybody out of the gym. Uh, Chick-fil-A of Winterville and his daughter, uh, Olivia and Sarah. His daughter, Sarah, is a heck of a, a volleyball player. Big-time player. Orthopedics East, Dr. Josh Duke's daughter, Tate, on the Rose team. Tate Duke was awesome yesterday as well. Chico's Mexican Restaurant, thanks to our pal Mike Horton. Uh, his daughter was on the Conley team a couple years ago. Josh May at On Cue Financial Mortgage. Maddie May's a great volleyball player for Conley. I mean, big-time future. Uh, Caraway Office Solutions, our pal Bernie Caraway. Uh, his daughter Maddie on the Rose team last year. And uh, got, got a story on that that I'll, I'll keep private. But, I mean, I, uh, that was still very nice of Bernie to step up and do that yesterday. And then our great friends at Caribsea Restaurant in Emerald Isle, they heard we were doing this. Uh, Travis and Cassie Burt, their daughter was a three-year starter at Conley. They jumped on. Just just awesome yesterday. So Conley was set to play 1 o'clock um, on Saturday in the championship game. Okay. Uh, and they're going to be playing Cox Mill uh, out of, uh, I believe, the Charlotte area. Uh, Concord. And... Cox Mill has a volleyball player who is a very, very good volleyball player. I mean, like a, you know, one of the great players in the state. And the young lady is a Seventh-day Adventist, uh, which those that are devout in that religion, and her uh, young lady's name is Raven Gray, and a sensational player, and from all accounts, a really great student athlete. She is, you know, that, that Seventh-day Adventist, those that are that follow that uh, very devoutly, from sundown Friday to sundown Saturday, they are, you know, that's their time to sort of worship. And if they have a Saturday match or their Saturday volleyball, she does not play because of observing her religion. So the school had asked, and I assume they asked Conley if this was fine. And I, I guess Coach Gilligan, being the competitor she is, was was fine with it. I don't know that. I would hope they ask Conley this. But um, they've moved the game from the afternoon to 6 o'clock. That'll be post-sunset, and that would allow the young lady to participate from Cox Mill in the game or in the match on Saturday night. And and, I, and as long as all parties were for that, I, I'm fine with that. But that's one of the interesting twists going into that uh, match. So Conley will play kind of the last game of the day in Cary, 6 o'clock. Uh, but Coach Gilligan's got a sensational team. Uh, it was just a privilege for me to be there. Uh, the 10th title game for Conley. Again, I think Rose has a bright future. Our, our whole staff was great. Uh, Dan Miller, uh, Michael Busimi, Clark Willis, been back in the studio, intern Joseph, uh, our camera guy Bill last night, our, our technical babysitter. Uh, Sam Dunn did a really nice job for somebody who's never talked on the radio before or on a broadcast. Uh, I got to give Rob Maloney, the uh, the Conley AD, uh, a big shout out. Uh, those of you who know Coach Maloney know what a great uh, and j just a nice guy he is. And 
I, I don't want to hash the dirty laundry here, but because of the partnership that the schools have with NFHS, it did not look like we were going to be able to do the video of that game yesterday. Ended up working out all's well that ends well, but I'll just say Rob Maloney really went to bat for our company to get us to do that game yesterday. And we had, I think when I went to bed last night, I've not had time to look today. We had over close to like 5,500 views on the Facebook live feed. Uh, I thought it was cool that all of our Facebook stations, all of our stations within the company, their Facebook uh, pages shared the video and they, they had it on their Facebook because, you know, not everybody that might like the WNCT page likes the 94.3, the game page, for example. And so that was a great way to, uh, you know, so there was, that was just awesome. What a great event last night. I don't know if it was the greatest on radio. Now, I'd never been, this is the honest to God's truth. I'm not just saying this to put myself over or anything. Okay. All right. Air it out. Because I'm as hard on myself as anybody is about things, but I, 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 I never called a volleyball game. And in fact, that's probably since high school, the first volleyball game I've watched start to finish volleyball match. That's you tooting your own horn. No, the I'm horn. not you tooting my it. horn. I'm not tooting my horn. I'm just saying that, you know, my point being that it, it was not a real, I don't, I don't know how good it was for the listeners. I think it sounded good. But we were doing it more of a video style because that was I felt a little more comfortable with that. I, w- I, I wasn't able to, you know, I don't have all the terminology, but I've learned a lot about the terminology. And they, I was so good, they decided to have me do the championships this weekend for NFHS. Won't that be fun? I'm not tooting my horn. Stop tooting the horn. There's plenty of horn tutors. I'm not one of them. I'm just giving I really you am time. I know you are. But people believe that when they hear that. Yeah, that's what I say. So uh, that was fun, and I and I can't tell. We got so, and it's the most important thing in my mind is something that it was good for the kids, it was good for the community, and I'm glad we were able to work it out. I thought that was a lot of fun. Um, let me ask you something about uh, Philip Rivers announced his retirement today. Okay, yeah. I want to ponder this going to break, and you can vote. We've got a Twitter poll up, Ben. I was trying to explain to Ben. I said, Ben, we did the Twitter poll. I want it to be more. Can we retweet it to get it to the top of our timeline or whatever? I sounded like Coach K trying to explain so when he was talking about last year because, you know, Pitt beat him again last night, Ben. And last year it was the game against Pitt where he started saying all the. Let's go, Duke. Duke. Come on. Yes. Yeah, come on. Go, Duke. Defense. Uh, at that point, I knew K had lost it. And. So I, <laughs> I, I was trying to explain to Ben. I almost sounded like Kay when I was trying to explain it to him. What I, and Ben said, I'll just pin the tweet to the top of the. Th- there you go. So vote in our Twitter poll. It's pretty simple. Ben, what is it? And what are the vote tallies now? It's going to be uh, available to vote on our Twitter poll on Philip Rivers until uh, right before the show tomorrow. Ben, what do we have? Is Philip Rivers a Hall of Fame quarterback? Sixty-one point two percent say yes. Well, 38.8% say no. I'd say 38.8%. They're pirate loyalists. They don't want to give a state (laughs) alum any credit. I'll present the case why he is a Hall of Famer, but I also can understand why he's not considered a Hall of Famer in some people's mind, and we'll do that next. 
When preparing breakfast, it's important that you have quality ingredients. That includes fresh eggs, bacon or sausage, and most importantly... Clay Travis on the drive to work, Patrick Johnson on the drive home, and the best sports programming in eastern North Carolina. Oh, that really sounds magnificent. Right here on the flagship station of the ECU Pirates, 94.3 The Game. Log on to our new website, 943thegame.com, for PJ Shot Podcasts and the latest news on the Pirates. This is happening. Now, back to Patrick Johnson on the flagship station of the ECU Pirates, 94.3 The Game. is this? I don't know. I guess it's supposed to be the full song. Oh, for the Sopranos. Yeah. The Sopranos. Okay. Well, that's right, because the Panthers hired Tony Soprano Jr. today, right? Uh, You might want to take a double take there. Uh, You might want to read it over again. No, no. They hired hired Tony Tony Soprano Jr., right? Right? It's Tony Soprano Jr. Oh! Was wasn't he? Uh, he he was a big high school coach, wasn't he? Like a big so. time. I high know he's, he's got the coaching in his in his blood. Well, no, he does. But I just it, I thought he was like a high school coach somewhere. So the Panthers were that big hire today. Uh, speaking of the Panthers, uh, Ben, they're going to have uh, their coaching staff, as we've talked about, participate in the Reese's Senior Bowl. Oh. And our guy, Cornell Powell, is going to be participating in the Reese's Senior Bowl as a player, and he's going to be part of the Panthers staff. Don't you think that's great? That's perfect. So Cornell Powell joins us coming up in just a few minutes here on the Patrick Johnson Show. I'm looking forward to talking to uh, Cordell. Uh, Our Twitter poll, pretty simple, Philip Rivers, Hall of Famer or not, uh, go to uh, our Twitter page at 943thegame. And you can vote yes or no. Uh, the yes so far overwhelming. Ben says that y'all don't know what you're talking about. Here's the case, because I, 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 with you, Ben, I think he, and with the 60-some-odd percent who have voted yes, I think he is a Hall of Famer. Um, I do not. Here's the reason he would not be. They're going to hold the Super Bowls and the lack of playoff success against Phillip Rivers. But he played 17 years. Yeah. Um, his teams were always, by and large, competitive. I mean, he led the Colts to the playoffs this year. He drove from San Diego to L.A. when the Chargers moved to L.A. Come on. That alone. Come on. To, that alone ought to make him a Hall of Famer. But if, if you know, he and Eli were drafted at, the obviously, the same draft, traded for one another. If you are saying that Eli Manning is a Hall of Fame quarterback and you're basing it on the two Super Bowls and I guess the 500 record or the over 500 record with the postseason, then I think you got to make Rivers, you know, certainly a, a Hall of Fame guy. Now, is he first ballot? I, you know, I, I don't know. I, I don't think so. But is he a Hall of Fame quarterback? Absolutely. I think he should be. Well, I think a better argument to say uh, why he shouldn't be in 
is I think right now I think he's fifth all-time in passing yards. I think the way the league's kind of projecting in terms of quarterbacks right now, I don't think that's going to stand for very long, and that's going to – I don't want to say it's going to be the norm, but it's going to be the norm for long-tenured quarterbacks. I mean, we're talking about rookies that are coming out now, and they're throwing 4,000 passing yards. I mean, i.e. Herbert threw 4,000 passing yards in his rookie year. It's going to become the norm, and that's kind of the case for him is those passing yard numbers. He's five on that list, the passing touchdowns. I mean, who knows? With the way things are going at the quarterback position, that may become the norm for long-term starters. Your point being that where is he when he ends his career? Yeah. Uh, he, let's face it, played in two different eras. He played in an era where people were not as reliant on the quarterback and those numbers were, you know, just for the uber great throwers. Now it's a little more of an advanced game. It has evolved. And I get that. Everybody gets all that. Yeah. We understand that totally. So what I would I would say is... You know, quite obviously, he, he is a Hall of Fame guy. Your point is well taken. But I would say that, you know, Philip River, the thing that's going to be, he's going to be dinged on too, Ben, more than what you're talking about is the, is the post, lack of postseason success in the Super Bowls. Oh, yeah. That's what he's going to take a hit on. And, and I get that. But hey, he can't well, help. Warren Moon's in the Hall of Fame. So, well, that's true. Marino. He, exactly. can't, he can't help that he played at a time. When Tom Brady and Peyton Manning play, you can't choose your contemporaries. I say, you know? I say look at it this way. Can you, when you look back, was Phillip Rivers considered one of the best at his position for, for a good period of time? I'm saying at least five or six years. I would say yes. You look okay. at Eli Manning. Was he considered the best at his position for at least five or six years? I think not. I, I don't think there was even two years when he was considered well, the very best. Probably could say there was a handful of years in there with winning the Super Bowl that he was maybe not considered maybe for the a best. night, maybe yeah. for a couple of weeks. But among the best, you know, or, or better than average quarterback. I, I get what you're saying there. Yeah. I, I, in some ways, I think you can make a better argument for Rivers over Eli with the Hall of Fame. Manning's going to get in the Manning name, the two Super Bowls, oh, yeah. big media market, that sort of thing. I don't think so he what, should, but he is. But the, the Philip Rivers thing, as I see, I mean, the time he runs up against uh, Brady in the playoffs, he blows his knee out. I mean, just there was this little snake-bitten element to his career. They never were healthy. They never were. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And to me, it just was not – you can't hold some of that against him. He, he did – he was quite successful with what he had. Had one of the great tight ends in the game at the time with Gates. Uh, Tomlinson was on that team, those Charger teams. So, I mean, they had some they had some good offensive weapons. They took advantage of it. Uh, but they just could never really get to that next uh, that level or have success in the playoffs. It's a, I mean, really, and this is kind of funny, the Phillip Rivers career is a lot like the NC State situation. You know, good, but just never great. But he was pretty great. But you understand where I'm, where I'm coming from. Oh, yeah. I'd, I'd say he's fringe. He's a fringe Hall of Famer. Either. I'd say he's be- I, I'd say he's better than French because I think Eli's French. I, I think I think he's better than French, uh, but I agree he's not a f- first ballot guy. But you can vote in our poll at nine four three the game. Uh, he re- if you've not read his uh, retirement statement, it was very well done and uh, really kind of cool. So 
And, and I'll say this, you know, we always hear Russell Wilson because he's kind of one of the modern guys now. And you hear him talked about as far as NC State goes and all the quarterbacks that NC State. He was the first guy. You know, the interest in NC State football, Philip Rivers really peaked that. It, it went, Phil, NC State football went to the next level. Philip Rivers was part of that as far as facilities and importance and, and that sort of thing. Uh, all right, uh, Ben, you ready for an update? Let's get it. Ben Byram uh, going to update you now on everything going on. And then stay tuned. On the other side, uh, the great Cornell Powell. Rose, all-time great. Cornell had a wonderful year at uh, Clemson. We're going to talk to him about his future plans. The great Cornell Powell joins us on the other side of the break. But first, Ben with an update on what's going on. Benjamin? Thanks, Patrick. Ben Barham here for your 94th through the game sports update for college football. Louisville expected to hire East Carolina running back coach Derrell Sims as the school's new running back coach. Ex-South Carolina quarterback Ryan Halinski has announced that he's transferring to Northwestern. Alabama is hiring ex-NFL head coach Doug Marone as their next offensive line coach. And Cincinnati is set to hire Michigan State assistant Mike Tressel as their next defensive coordinator. From the NFL, quarterback Phillip Rivers is officially retired from the NFL after 17 years. Daytime Pro Bowler ranks fifth in NFL history in passing yards with 63,440 behind only Drew Brees, Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, and Brett Favre and fifth in touchdown passes all time with 421. Detroit Lions signed their new head coach Dan Campbell to a six-year contract, but the financial details have not yet been revealed. And Kansas City quarterback Patrick Mahomes is currently limited in practice as he prepares for the AFC Championship game against the Bills as he currently as he's currently still in concussion protocol. For Major League Baseball, the Toronto Blue Jays signed former World Series MVP and three-time All-Star George Springer to a six-year $150 million deal, and Hall of Fame pitcher Don Sutton passed away from a long-time battle of cancer at his home at the age of 75. The former Dodger was a four-time All-Star, and his 324 wins ranks 14th all-time in MLB history. And from the NHL, the Carolina Hurricanes are now on hold to at least Saturday as their next two games have been postponed due to COVID-19 complications. Jordan Stahl, Warren Fogel, Jordan Martinuk, Jacob Slavin, and Tavo Teravine and the Canes are all on the team's COVID reserve list. For your 94th through the game sports update, I'm Ben Barham. Miss a moment. Remember, there will be a test. You can log on to the brand new 943thegame.com for the podcast of the PJ Show. Plus, what's going on with sports in Pitt County and around the globe. And the latest on the ECU Pirates. Log on today. The brand new 943thegame.com. You are dismissed. Just follow me. We're doing it for the gram. Check out pics from the PJ Show and more. Plus, picks from around Pirate Nation. 94.3 The Game, now on Instagram. What's poppin'? Who you Brand new whip, just hopped in. I got options. I can pass it like Stockton. Just joshing. Among other things, tomorrow, Patrick Johnson show here on 94.3 The Game. We're going to have... Uh, Coach Kurt Kraft, ECU track and field coach, that uh, spring season for ECU involving all the sports uh, is going to be busy. We're going to be talking to all the head coaches with the Pirates uh, leading up to uh, their season's opening. And uh, track and field does so tomorrow at Liberty, uh, although I think the main event for them is Friday. Speaking of main event, guys, a guy that was huge on the big stage this year is senior year of the Clemson Tigers, J.H. Rose. All-time great, uh, an all-around good guy. Uh, Cornell Powell joining us uh, here on the Patrick Johnson Show. Thanks for the time, my friend. It's good to talk to you again. 
Good to talk to you too, man. I appreciate you having me. Not only am I uh, was I thrilled to see you play this year, and we're going to get into this, but I love the social media posts about uh, you know kind of how you were honored as a senior this year by by Clemson, but the degree. So let me congratulate you right there, young man. That was uh, that's a huge thing. Yeah, man, I appreciate it. You know, that was uh, one of the uh, biggest things for me uh, going to college. You know, just wanted to get my degree and. Uh, you know, that separates you in life in the, in the, on the back end. So I wanted to make sure that I attained that while I was at Clemson. What is interesting to me is, um, and, and this is really, uh, you know, I, I, we're just in such an instant gratification society. I mean, you, you had to go there. This is the top program in the country. So that means there's other top players playing, you know, at, at your position in all of that. In other words, the competition is there. And you never once wavered. You never once turned away from it. You went in on it head on. And then, you know, you and I even talked a little bit uh, privately about on, you know, messaging about, you know, all these rumors, Cornell's going to go here, Cornell's going to go there. Mm-hmm. You know, were there any times during this Clemson career that you thought, did I make the right move? Or were you always confident as you appeared to be that you were in the right place? You know, I, I started giving it to God and just letting him you know, lead me and guide my steps. And, you know, he never makes a mistake. And I know he put me in Clemson for a reason. You know, and uh, some people, some people, everyone's journey is different. You know, some people, you know, come through and, and, and it happens right away. Some people you just got to work a little bit harder for it. But it makes it that much sweeter, you know, when you actually grind for it, you stick it out, and you you, become, you succeed at it. And, you know, I, my five years at Clemson, I learned a lot, seen a lot. And, you know, I'm grateful that I stayed and, you know, that I got my education, I got my degree. And, you know, this season wouldn't have happened if, if I would have ran off and went somewhere else. So You got rings, too. Not everybody's got a ring. So you got. Yeah, I, got I got 10 of them. <laughs> All right. So I you got, got the. Wait a minute. 10 of them. You got the two national championship rings. Uh, All right. Five ACC title rings, right? Yeah. Okay. What are the yeah. other. Uh, se- what are the other three? Um, I got. So my freshman year, we went to the bowl game. Right. Okay. Uh, yes, we went, went to the uh, Fiesta Bowl. Uh, 2018, we went to the bowl game as well. Uh, actually, uh, in that was in Dallas. And then, uh, you know, last year, you know, we went to the 90, but the game before that, we won against right. Ohio State. So I got a bowl ring for that. So that's, that's 10. All right. Ten rings. Yeah, not everybody's got to. That, certainly, not everybody has ten rings uh, in their uh, in their career. Uh, Cornell Powell, all time Rose great. Uh, he also is uh, has wrapped up uh, a sensational senior year at Clemson. He's headed on to the uh, Reese's Senior Bowl. Going to mm-hmm. play for the Panther staff. I'm going to talk to you a little bit about that. Uh, you know, certainly the the season did not end as you all wanted it to. You were spectacular in the game against Ohio State. Uh, tell us a little bit about just from your perspective that game and why you know there were some struggles maybe for the offense, but that things were working for you that night. Um, I feel like you know we, we just hit a rough patch. You know, we started the game off with a long drive, we ended up scoring. You know, and, uh, we felt like we hit our stride, and uh, then we hit, we hit a, we hit a couple rough patches. You know, but at the end, you know, overall we didn't play. We didn't play extremely bad, you know. We played a, a good game. We moved the ball. We just didn't execute on third downs, and you know, we just forced to make couple plays. Um, and you know, I, I did a little bit, but you know, we're, we were disappointed in the loss. 
as a team, and uh, that one hurt, you know, especially my last game. You know, you want to go out on 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 the, on the best note, which would be winning the national champion, but yeah, that wasn't the plan. So, but in that game, man, yeah, we just we we was moving the ball. We just couldn't execute on third down. So, yeah, you got to play with. Uh, what everybody believes is going to be the overall number one pick in Trevor Lawrence. What makes Trevor Lawrence, uh, Trevor Lawrence? Um, the way he, the way he prepares, the way he approaches practice, um, his mannerism, his, his mindset, you know, his leadership. And then he's just a, a great guy off the field. He's, he's, uh, he's driven by God and, you know, when, a man is back by face like that, you know, he can do amazing things. So he has a lot of components going. We're uh, talking to Cornell Powell, Rose Rampant, all-time great. Clemson Tiger receiver, big uh, year. Star receiver for Clemson and the Tigers this year was uh, Cornell Powell. Uh, the Senior Bowl in 10 days, Mobile, Alabama, you're going to be participating uh, in that. What is your lead-up, and, and when do you get into, you know, that preparation as far as, far as uh, with your teammates there with the Panthers staff? I'm, I'm currently training down here in Fort Lauderdale right now for for uh, we leave out Saturday, Saturday the twenty-third, and you know it's just at the end of the day it's, just, it's, it's football, and you just got to go out there and dominate uh, every rep, every one-on-one, and then the game, and just try to separate yourself. And it starts with you know the meetings with teams and stuff, and just being genuine, just being yourself. So. I've been preparing uh, for a couple of weeks now, and I'm ready for it. It is uh, Cornell Powell with us here. Um, so you're going to be with uh, the Panthers' offensive staff. I, maybe this is a tryout, perhaps for that. You know, they need hey. receiver help in in Carolina. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that'd be great, and it would be kind of close to where you uh, are now. And so I'm I'm going to put that plug out there. I'm going to start that one. But um, but in, but in all seriousness, you know, Joe Brady is obviously considered a great kind of uh, offensive mind. I'm, I'm sure you're excited about just the opportunity, albeit, you know, kind of a limited uh, window, but to, to be able to get there and try to grasp those concepts at the at the next level. Yeah, man, you know, with this crazy year with COVID and the counseling combine and stuff, you know, it's just, it's just like fitting for my story. You just got to make the most of every opportunity that you get, and you got to treat every – every moment as if it's a it's a big interview so going down there and uh working with the panther staff and everyone i'm just out there basically as a job interview and you know just trying to go out there and do my best and, uh, and execute and dominate everything yeah um i i think it's gonna be great for you uh we know deontay smith who played uh offensive line for ecu this year kind of had his season cut uh, a little short uh, but he's going to be participating, and then when we heard you were going to be in there, we're really uh, excited, and uh, we've had a little interaction with the Reese's uh, Senior Bowl folks, so uh, we're excited about mm-hmm. that. My producer, Ben, says if you get a swag bag with, like, Reese's in it, we want you to to forward it his <laughs> way, so just keep that in mind. If, uh, if Yeah, I got, the, I got the big box of Reese's. There's no oh, way did? I can finish it. <laughs> There's no way I can finish it by myself, so, you know, more than one percent thing he wants. All right, well, we'll try to get uh, you and Ben squared away uh, on that. Uh, Cornell, let me ask you quickly about, um, you know, as you reflect back on your time at Clemson, you have talked about you've, you, uh, you know, kind of overcame some, I don't want to say guessing or doubting or second-guessing type of thing, but, you know, you, you kind of, as you said, turned over your journey to the Lord. But when you reflect back on, 
the time at Clemson. How has that made you a better football player and a better man? Um, I learned how to, you know, lead, deal with adversity, um, and just perform on the highest stages. And then outside of football, uh, we have a great uh, program called Paul Journey, which is basically, you know, life after football. And, you know, I went on micro internship, had opportunity to go on a, a mission trip to, you know, many different places. And you just don't get that experience everywhere else around the country. So, you know, I learned a lot here at Clemson. Uh, I met a lot of great people. I've did a lot of things, traveled more than ever. And, and I feel like I, most importantly, I, I graduated. And I set myself apart from a lot of guys in that, in that aspect. So, you know, Clemson taught me, it really taught me how to be a man and how to, and, you know, that's those things that maybe not, maybe not show up on a stat sheet, but that I'm forever grateful for. Well, you showed up on a stat sheet this year uh, and and seemed to get better each and every week, and, and we were thrilled uh, for you and feel like you've played your way into an opportunity to really uh, get a, a shot at the next level, and uh, we're excited uh, about that. The, the paper in Charleston had an article. We've linked it to our uh, social media, 94.3 The Game, Facebook page, and our Twitter at 943 The Game. Uh, about uh, Elizabeth Upton, uh, Ma Upton. And we all know Coach Upton, if you've been around Greenville. Uh, what a great story and what a great uh, relationship you had with her. She's unfortunately uh, no longer with us here on, on earth. But uh, that that was just a really cool story. Uh, I, I don't know how much you want to get into that, but uh, I, I know you had quite a relationship with Coach Upton. Mm-hmm. Could you just, yeah, you know, just elaborate on it, Cornell? She is an amazing woman, and anyone and everyone who ever came through Rose High and encountered her, you know, she, she instantly made the day better and, and made school easier um, in every way. She was a, a friend that you can confine in. She was a mother when you needed it. And then she was also a teacher or a, a, a life coach when you needed it as well. And, you know, I never met anyone more, like, genuine and sweet and loving um, at the kindness of her heart. Didn't ask for anything. Even when she was battling, she never wanted, like, any sympathy or anyone to help. And, you know, she, her, her passing, it, it, it affected so many people, you know, old, old class, old uh, world students to, to new ones, you know. And obviously, we, uh, that, on that day, we, we lost an angel, but, you know, it's only fitting for her. You know, she's a, she is an angel, and uh, I know she's watching over all of her former students. And, and I hope hope that uh, I can make her, you know, out so proud as as I could. So, you know, it's, it's always it's always tough when thinking about her and stuff. But I just know that uh, she she wants the best for me and everyone else who who she's ever coached, talked to, you know, anything. So, yeah, man, she's amazing. Sack of a lady. She really was. And uh, you're right, very kind. Uh, and it, it just wasn't with the players she coached, students she taught with everybody. And uh, that's well said. Cornell Powell with us here, Patrick Johnson Show. L- let me ask you, you, you've alluded to this a little bit. What is the next, uh, you know, time period kind of post-senior bowl going to be like for you as far as preparation for uh, April and the draft? So this uh, down here training, uh, right now in Fort Lauderdale, XBE, 
to the Senior Bowl the 23rd through the 30th, and then come back to Florida to team training for Pro Day. Uh, we still don't know about Pro Day. We still don't know how like, Combine is going to move forward now. So, you know, just just always staying ready for the moment, though. Whenever whenever they call and say, you know, we need you to come run or come perform, you know, I'm be ready. And, you know, just got to make the most of every opportunity, like I said. Uh, are, I don't want to get so far into your your business, but are you um, do, do you have you are you working out with other guys that uh, are, are kind of in the same boat you are? Uh, anybody there that uh, you care to divulge that you're working out with? Uh, I'm working out with guys from all over, man. Duke, Tennessee, Ohio State, uh, Notre Dame, man. Guys from all over. Yeah. Um, okay. And so, you know, everybody's down here uh, with, the, with the same mindset, the same mission. That's to, you know, to make it to the next level. So we, we are here grinding, uh, ready, for our, ready for our moment. Gotcha. Cornell Powell with us uh, here. It's great to catch up with uh, him. Uh, legendary Rose player. What is senior year uh, for Cornell at uh, Clemson? And it was great to see him have a, have a true breakout year. And uh, he... Uh, he bided his time. He put in the work, and he got to the point where he can uh, do that. Uh, Cornell, if you got a message for anybody, uh, uh, you know the Rose fans, Greenville, uh, everybody in the eastern part of the state that uh, has been so thrilled when we'd watch you play. Anything you want to say yeah. to the folks before we let you go? Um, I would say to my family, my friends, everyone back home in Greenville, man, I appreciate all the love and support. You guys really motivate me and keep me going. And you know that, you know, I, I didn't do this on my own, you know. Uh, this journey was not all done by myself. It, it took everyone who's ever been in my corner. So I appreciate that. And then all the young athletes, man, too, man, you just got to try got to put work in and just really be dedicated to your craft and, and to your sport. So keep going, graduate high school. Go to college, man, and, and whether whether high school or whether college work out or not, you know you'll end up with a degree. So, you know, just keep going. Uh, Cornell, I mean, every time I, I we talk to Cornell, I, I'm just I'm blown away. Uh, it's good to talk to you, man. Uh, I've always enjoyed uh, our visits with you. Thank you for your time. Good luck with everything, and we'll be keeping uh, an eye on the journey and hope to talk to you soon. Appreciate it, man. Thank you. No, thanks, uh, Cornell Powell there. I, I'm a big uh, Cornell, Pan, Cornell Powell fan. Uh, not only an admirer of his, uh, of his um, abilities, which is how I first got to know Cornell. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, I just, um, I, but as I've gotten to know him, you know, on a uh, more conversational level um, and touch a base with him from time to time, he's, he's a heck of a kid. He really is. I say kid, but he's a young man now. It's it's funny, uh, Ben. I, I we got the always anonymous text line is looking for some Cornell swag that he promised. So I I don't know. I know you've hung up with him. We were you able to work out your Reese's deal with him or no? Is I'm that gonna, still up for negotiation. They need to chill out. I, I got that on lock. Okay, I called dibs. <laughs> well, no, they I, they want the some gloves. They don't want too bad. The always the always anonymous texter wants gloves. Maybe I'll pick up. Anonymous. I'll pick up the old pig, pig skin and be a receiver. You know, I got I got some years of eligibility. If you're eating uh, all the Reese's that he's not going to be able to eat, you will not. It's fuel. Fuel. It's fuel. Well, there's peanut. There is peanut butter in it, so there's some protein, right? Okay, uh, let's grab a break. Come. 
we'll come back. We'll wrap up the show. We ain't tripping. Uh, we'll wrap up the show after this timeout and uh, a pirate basketball news that's breaking. So we'll be back after this. And Pirates. Boy, there. Panthers. Good, baby. Very good. The P Man. Uh, put its pants. This is Eastern North Carolina's home for sports. 94 3, the game. The flagship station of the ECU Pirates. Breaking news. We've got uh, ECU basketball, according to John Rosti, uh, resuming workouts today. Don't think Coach Dooley's there. He's probably shouting through a Zoom call or FaceTime or something, probably, right? Beat red, about to blow a gasket. <laughs> As we know him. So that's good. That tells me we're going to have a game on uh, Sunday, more than likely, right? Or at least from the ECU perspective, hopefully we'll. Very optimistic we will. Yeah, I hope we do. Uh, more on that uh, tomorrow and then later in the week. Ben, there's some breaking Panthers news. You go ahead and give me this. The Panthers Could- hire? Uh-huh. Not Tony Soprano. Nope, nope, nope. Not Tony Sp- Sperano, whatever his name was. Deshaun Watson's. Former quarterback coach, Sean Ryan. Thoughts? How about that? I, I think that's... I, I I think this Panthers-Watson thing is gaining a little momentum. Gaining a little mo. Do you? Do I think you believe he's got it? a better opportunity to win and be a whole lot more happier, say, in Carolina as opposed to New York. Say if he doesn't do so well next season in New York. He doesn't live up to the standards, whatever standards they had set for him. The media is going to absolutely hammer him. They're never going to let that go. See, that's the double-edged sword of New York. And we mentioned Eli Manning. I mean, Eli, not exactly the most, not exactly Peyton on the personality scale. But he wanted to be, you know, part of the biggest market in the country, in the world. And he took his lumps despite winning two Super Bowls. It's the biggest. Look, if you're the toast of the town, if you succeed there. But can you succeed with the Jets? No. I mean, that. I mean, they, you know, the Super Bowl and then the Rex Ryan early years. But I mean, other than that, is the is the ownership there to succeed? No, they can't even tank properly. Right. And then, you know, the other part of that is who, who else was in the running? Miami. I, I, to me, that's your biggest bit of competition if you're if you're the Panthers now I think if you the- look at both offenses though I would think Carolina would have to be a little bit more appealing I know that the offensive line is a little bit of a the scare yeah. for you a little bit of a worry for you but in terms of yeah. weapons he's gonna have plenty of weapons here at Carolina I think personally you know I think eventually now does that accelerate any plan to you know for this rebuild I would hope because I mean again you're you're getting the keys to to a uh, a performance vehicle, and you need to start making moves in that direction. Again, I I just don't I don't know if the piece is there to offer, unless you're just going to load up on draft picks. Uh, so that's you know the 
but is Miami ready to part with Tua? I don't know. But that, to me, is the... It's, it's Miami and it's Carolina. How great was Cornell Powell today? Awesome. What a class act. That's the guy you want to see succeed. We're pulling for him. Now, Cornell's always been a great Plus, kid. Plus, he's going to um, give me some Reese's and all this swag. <laughs> he's my friend. Thanks to Cornell Powell. Uh, among our guests tomorrow, uh, Coach Kraft with ECU Track and Field. We're going to talk to him. They start their season uh, tomorrow with an event up in Liberty, at Liberty, and then they're going to uh, have events for the sort of the main event Friday and Saturday as track starts its season, track and field. Uh, and again, congratulations to D.H. Conley. They'll play Cox Mill for the 3A Volleyball Championship, 6 o'clock in Cary. Thanks to Ben Byram. We'll uh, catch you tomorrow on the PJ Show. And uh, vote in our Twitter poll. Hall of Fame or not, Philip Rivers at 943 The Game.